0: The Pat Kenny Show. With Kenny Aviva Show. Insurance on News Talk.
1: Great food and soup or conversation.
0: Now I'm joined by Gareth Mullins, executive chef at Anantara the Marker Dublin and at Forbes Street Restaurant within that hotel. Also co-host with Gary O'Hanlon of the new podcast Dishing It Out. And your latest edition is about Christmas.
1: Yeah, the one that came out on Wednesday there, it's an hour, over an hour, but we talk about the run into Christmas, Christmas Eve, what to get ready, what to cook, what to prepare, all the different side orders. Uh, so it's the whole uh, kit and computer, the whole really. Yeah, yeah, we were but, listening
0: to we're going to reiterate a lot of that this morning because yeah. it is the most stressful meal of the year for many people uh, because maybe they have never cooked a turkey before. Maybe they've never cooked a full ham. And even if they have, they won't do it until next year and they'll have forgotten everything.
1: I think the biggest thing that people worry about is a task of cooking something that's four or five kilos. And really what I think is important is a couple of little must Things to do that I think I'm gonna advise on today. So, um, really, won't, the first one is to buy a meat thermometer because it'd be like asking a bricklayer to build a wall without a trail. It's like it's literally that mm-hmm. important to me. Like there's not a kitchen in the world that doesn't use them, and I would suggest that pro- not just professional kitchens, home kitchens. You don't need to go and buy a really yeah. expensive one. It doesn't need to be digital. One of the one of the ones that
0: yeah. uh, I mean, I watch Master Chef and, all the, use and the pros in uh, the the professional version. Yeah. They're using the thermometer to make sure that the centre of the
1: meat is cooked. Exactly, and really the the, the number that you have to hit is 75 degrees for poultry. You have to cook over 75 degrees and then it's fully safe to eat. So whether you're cooking a whole turkey, or you're taking the legs off and turning it into a crown, or you're even just doing a breast of turkey, um, this recipe will will tick all of those boxes. So I'm going to give you the recipe for a whole turkey. So it's a five kilo bird. You need a little bit of olive oil, 200 grams of soft butter with some chopped thyme and, uh, chopped sage, a little bit of sea salt and cracked pepper for seasoning and then you need two onions, a couple of sticks of celery and some carrots and that's to make the trivet vegetables. So what you're going to do is you're going to take the turkey out of the fridge about an hour before you need it um, and what we're trying to do is let the meat come up to room temperature. And then what I want you to do is just pat the turkey dry with some kitchen towel making sure you get rid of any excess water that's around the cavity you're in and then really important when you're handling raw. Uh, turkey to wash your hands uh, really well, or and any anything around the area, like because obviously we don't we want to avoid cross contamination. If you're taking the the legs off, you would have done that at this stage, and you can either bone them, roll them, or your butcher will do that for you. Or you can just simply roast them in the tray with mm-hmm. the with the crown. And then what I want you to do is get that soft butter, mix it together, and you're going to push it up underneath the skin of the bird. Um, so what that's going to do is, as it's roasting, that butter is going to baste from the inside um, and it's going to add the flavour. So flavor. it's
0: between the skin and the flesh uh, If
1: you of the go bird. up underneath where the neck is, so if you go to the, the, the front of the board, or the, the part that's nearest the chopping board, and you just run your hand up, and you, you can see what I'm doing now, I'm just splaying my fingers... And you 're pushing the skin away from the flesh, and then you just push that butter i mean it's people think it 's a bit gruesome, but I mean it 's not all you 're doing is just separating the skin from the flesh yeah. you put the butter in down and then you just push that skin all back down you 're going to drizzle the whole board with a little bit of olive oil and season it well with salt and pepper and then those ch- chopped up vegetables are that trivet, you nestle the the board sitting on top of that before it goes into the oven at that point, what I want you to do is cover the uh, cover it with parchment paper and then tin foil. So basically, we're going to steam it for the first hour or so. Give your hands a really good wash again, turn the oven to 220 degrees, pop the oven in, close the door and lower the oven then down to 180 so degrees. So it goes in
0: at 220 and as soon as it's in... It's close it the down. door,
1: lower it down. So what we're trying to do for the first hour, we're trying to make sure that we're getting enough heat in there and we're going to make sure that the process doesn't take too long. After the hour is up, what I do is then I take it out... Um, remove the tinfoil foil and the parchment paper and you'll see a lot of that butter will have melted down into the tray and then you're just going to get a big spoon and you're going to baste the board, and you're going to continue to do that every 30 minutes until the process is finished. And are we still at 180? Still at 180. If you look in and you feel that the board is taking on too much colour, lower the temperature a little bit. But this is where your meat thermometer comes in. So you're going to push that meat thermometer in the thickest part of the breast and you, you're going to see, does it come up to 75 degrees? It won't after an hour and a half. It'll only be up to about 40, 50 degrees. Okay. So... A five kilo bird is going to take about two and a half, three hours to cook, even if it's just the crown. So let's say you test the temperature. It's
0: now 75 plus. Yeah. What do you do then? I mean, how soon can you carve the bird?
1: So I would say, look, if you've been roasting for two and a half hours, it's going to have to rest for at least an hour and a half. What happens in that process is that the meat relax, the juices will all uh, run into the bottom of the tray. And then you can use those juices to make the gravy. So you'd want to rest it for about the the constant question I'm asked, oh will it not be cold? But if you throw a cloth and you throw uh, a couple of tea towels over the top of it with some tinfoil, it'll keep it nice and hot. Very good. All right, um, apricot and sage stuffing, fairly straightforward. Yes, yeah, so 250 grams of breadcrumbs, 100 grams of butter, a couple of onions, a couple of tablespoons of chopped sage and thyme, 80 grams of apricots and salt and pepper. All you're going to do is saute off those onions in the butter till they're nice and soft, add in the herbs and the apricots, cook for another couple of minutes, then add in the breadcrumbs, fold it through and season it well. And that goes into a casserole dish and it can be baked in the oven till golden and crispy on the top.
0: Now, um, people, you've a recipe for cranberry sauce which people can look yeah. up on the website and on ours. But let's go to the, the the honey glazed ham.
1: Yeah, no, this has to be done, in my view, on Christmas Eve. Don't try and do this on the day, on Christmas Day because it's a cured piece of meat. I actually think it's easier to carve the next day. Mm-hmm. So, And it'll just take a lot of stress out of your oven. Like Remember, your oven is going to have to cook the turkey all the roasted veg, the gratin potatoes, the roasties, whatever you're doing. So you need a gammon, two, three, four kilos, depending on what size your family is. Um, and then the aromats that I want you to add into the water is a couple of carrots, a couple of onions, some celery, some bay leaf, a couple of oranges sliced up, a lemon sliced up and some peppercorns. No salt needed, obviously, because the ham is cured. And then you just put all of that into a, the largest pot that you own, fill it up with uh, cold water, and then boil it for... An hour and a half, I'd say, just a gentle simmer. I don't mm-hmm. like to cook it too long in the water. Where I like to really get the, the heat into it is in the oven. And with that, you're going to take, a, after you've boiled it for an hour and a half, let it cool down in that stock. Mm-hmm. Then take it out. Take the the twine off and the, the back fat off. Score it, as I'm sure we've all seen, so that diamond yeah. shape. Studded with cloves. And then I want you to add in Dijon mustard, honey, Brown sugar and a bottle of uh cider in the bottom of the tray, and then you're gonna pop it into the oven. And during that uh, roasting process, it'll be about another hour and a half, two hours. What at,
0: temperature? One
1: sixty, one seventy. Um, and then again, just keep an eye on it. Remember, there's lots of sugar in there, so it, it will caramelize. And then as it's roasting, you're just constantly basting that glaze over the top, and keep going. It needs to be a lovely, rich, golden colour. OK, now
0: you've done it on uh, Christmas Eve. Then to get it up to temperature the following day, what yeah. do you do? Or do you carve it and heat it up in slices, as it were?
1: Heat it up in slices into a roasting tray and any of that cidery, uh, sugary Dijon mustard glaze that's left, hang on to that, just put it in and then spoon that over, cover it in tin foil, pop it back into the oven until it's piping hot. I'm starving. I'm starving as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Gareth Mullins, executive chef at Anantara the Marker in Dublin and at Forbes uh, Restaurant and co-host of the podcast Dishing It Out. he would be back with us next Friday with last-minute tips to make that meal complete. Gareth, uh, thank you very much for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show. With Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am. On Talk.